This is the Crazy Beautiful Life Podcast. I'm Bethany, but most people call me B, and I'm your host. From health and wellness, money moves, environmentalism, lifestyle design, and more, this podcast helps inspire you to live your most crazy beautiful life. morning and welcome to day two of the 12 days of Podmas. I am fired up. We are right into Podmas day two. Here we go, baby. There are officially 10 days until Christmas and I am just so excited. For people who are following along with the 10 days of Podmas, um, I'm doing a giveaway on my Instagram. Um, I posted it yesterday and you have a couple days left to enter. So make sure that you go and enter my giveaway on Instagram. My Instagram is at bee.s. S-P-I-E-R-S. That's at B Spears. And I thought, what better way to kick off the 12 days of pod of Podmas than to just do a little wee tiny giveaway. It's nothing crazy. It's just something small, something that's financially feasible for me at the moment. Um, but just a little bit of a way for me to give back to my followers and my listeners. And I love you guys. So I wanted to spread a little bit of Christmas cheer. There's 10 days till Christmas. What? I'm so excited, but I'm also not done Christmas shopping um, like at all. So doing all my Christmas shopping online because Toronto is in lockdown is nearly impossible. Nothing is going to arrive on time. So I'm just banking on the fact that shit's going to arrive by some Christmas miracle and it'll be happy days. Or if I need to shop for Christmas presents for at Patagonia for absolutely everything while I'm there at work, then that's what it's going to have to come down to. (laughs) I remember being a kid and always doing our advent calendar and we would just be so excited when we got down to 10 days left until Christmas. It was just the best feeling ever. And I have such a Christmassy vibe going right now. Like I'm looking around my condo and I'm just like, "Mm, honey, this is it. I have on my TV Obviously, I turned the sound off so that we could record a podcast, but on my TV, I have like the Yuletide fire log and it has instrumental Christmas music in the background and like the fire crackles and then someone comes with like a poker to like, I don't know, tend to the fire. I have the sound off, obviously, but it like literally makes my condo feel cozier just by having this fake fire on the TV. And then in my diffuser, I have Christmas spirit going on. I'm wearing Danny's house coat because he had to leave the house super early this morning. And his is like red, um, like red plaid. Like I literally look like Santa and it's just big, cozy, such a Christmassy vibe. Um, Christmas spirit in the diffuser smells amazing. And then I have my little Ray Dunn uh, Christmas mug. And everyone knows like what the Ray Dunn's Ray Dunn mugs look like. It has like the classic Ray Dunn writing and it says Merry Christmas in gold. And I'm drinking the New Orleans dark coffee beans, coffee grind. It was beans and then I ground it at the grocery store. Um, But I get it from Loblaws. It's called the New Orleans Dark. It's a fair trade certified coffee. So good. Literally, mm, it's full. It's lovely. It's dark, strong, but not bitter. 
It's so phenomenal and I love, love, love it. And then I frothed my milk uh, for my coffee. So I am just all around in a very happy place right now. It's super Christmassy, super vibey. I posted on Instagram Reels actually how I froth my milk at home. I do have an electric milk frother, um, but I leave it at my home in Campbellford because I get more use out of it when I'm there. And I don't have a lot of space in my condo to have like lots of different appliances and things. So I leave it at my home in Campbellford and then... When I'm here, I actually use my French press to froth uh, my milk. And I posted on Instagram Reels how I use my French press to froth my milk. And it has like right now, let me check on my phone. Last time I checked, it was like 60,000 views. But every single morning I wake up to like more and more and more notifications from this one Instagram Reels that has gone just completely insane. Yeah, it has almost 80,000 views right now. And it's literally just me showing you guys how I froth my coffee. Like, come on. I put so much hard work into my posts. I put so much good content out there. And then Instagram decides to show like the one reels that I put out there that was minimal effort, doesn't even have my face in it, doesn't mention anything about the podcast or the crazy beautiful life. And they show it to 80,000 people. Like the algorithm literally fucks me all the time. Um, but I'm happy. Like I'm happy that 80,000 people now know how to use their French press to froth their milk. But like, come on, Instagram, like, come on. I put so much good content out there and they never push it, excuse me, in the algorithm. And now they're just pushing me frothing my milk. It's hilarious. So before we get into today's episode, let's have a wee chit chat about one of my favorite Christmas memories. And this one is hilarious. I feel like I say that for all of them, but I just love looking back at Christmas and all the things that have happened throughout the years. And I love this memory. It's super sweet. So growing up, um, my grandparents owned a farm um, on this like in the middle of nowhere on this, like, it wasn't a dirt road, actually. It was a paved road. Um, but beautiful piece of land, huge piece of land. They had a barn. They had uh, an in-ground pool. Not an in-ground pool. They had a pool with, like, a wraparound deck that made it feel in-ground. They had a huge house that had a basement and a workshop. They had a golf course, like, on their property that my grandpa made. They just lived on the most beautiful piece of land in the most beautiful old, old, old home. And we called it the farm. And it was a huge house. Um, had tons of room for everyone and every single Christmas we would go there to celebrate with my whole family. So my dad's side of the family all live in Northern Ireland and my mom's side of the family all live here in Canada. So we would always celebrate Christmas with my mom's side of the family at my grandparents at the farm. My mom has six siblings and that's a big enough family as it is. And then all of her siblings, pretty much all of them have kids. Uh, most of them have like one, two, three kids. My family is four. So there was always just a shitload of people at my grandparents' house. It was so much fun. All my cousins would come. We would arrive like early in the day around 2 p.m. And then my mom and my grandma and like all my aunts would cook dinner. Um, and then like all of the guys would like tend to the fire and like do shit outside and whatever. Um, and we would always like go and play outside. And it was like super, super fun. We would have dinner. We would do gifts. We would stay up really late partying. It was just the best ever. And I miss uh, Christmases at the farm a lot. My grandma, after my grandpa passed away, my grandma sold the farm and she moved into a retirement home. My grandma is 92 or 91. I think she might be 92 almost. 
Wow. Um, she was born in 1929. She was born in the roaring 20s. She is just a, an amazing human and I love her. Um, but yeah, my grandma moved into a retirement home because she was old and it was a huge piece of property and a big house and she was all by herself. So she moved into a retirement home and sold the farm. And I wish for some reason that I was older when she sold the farm because I obviously would have bought it from her. Um, it was just such an important piece of our family. Um, but back to my Christmas memory across from the farm there was like a a pit like a gravel pit like you know those places that you drive by and there's just like big mounds of like dirt and like rock and shit that is what was across the street from my grandma's and we would always go and like jump the fence and we would go and toboggan down these freaking gravel pits like we were like low-key insane. So we all got dressed up in our snowsuits and we headed over to the pit and we were tobogganing, having a great time. Then it was dark and then we would um, come back and by the time we came back, dinner was ready. After dinner, after we opened presents, I wanted to show one of my cousins my new iPod case that my best friend Rizelle had gotten for me for Christmas. It was, um, I had the iPod Nano, like the silver one that had the wheel I can like hear the wheel clicking in my brain. So funny. Um, but it was the iPod Nano that was like a square. It did have a screen. It had the wheel. It was so cute. And I adored it. Now, I didn't get it for Christmas. I had had it for quite a few months prior to that. But my best friend, Rizelle, got me this like black and pink butterfly case that like flipped open with like magnets I don't know it was amazing it was the best case ever I still have it um but anyways so I wanted to show my cousin my iPod case and I went to my coat and put my hand in the pocket and I realized that my iPod was gone and then I realized that my iPod had been in my pocket when we went tobogganing this was not a zippered pocket this was a one of those pockets that has like one button in the middle and I was distraught I was devastated I had lost my iPod I was so upset I was crying I was grumpy I was honestly being like a pretty big brat about it but yeah I lost my iPod I lost the case that it came in and that Rizelle got me and I was just so upset it literally ruined my day I was such a grump and I was miserable and then the next morning um, my uncle woke up at like 6 a.m to go over climb the fence by himself and hunt around this fucking dirt pit gravel pit whatever it was around all these like giant dunes uh, to look for my iPod pod for me I was still asleep obviously I had no idea and by the time I woke up my uncle Patrick was like hey I found your iPod and it had no water damage it was totally fine I was overjoyed I was so grateful and I'll always remember that like uncle Patrick was just such a sweetie and he just went out there with a mission to find my freaking iPod and he found it. And like this was not an easy trek to get to this gravel pit. Like we had to jump over a fence and then probably walk like two or three hundred meters across like kind of a field, not really woods, field-ish woods. Um, and then we would like climb down this like really, really steep thing to like get into the bowl of the sand gravel pit thing um yeah so he went all out and he found my ipod and i was so grateful the next morning i was like oh my gosh and yeah i'll that's that's a funny christmas memory that i'll remember forever but i just couldn't believe he got up that early to go find my ipod but he would always just say that like his internal body clock would just wake him up like my uncle always woke up really really early and i've always been fascinated by people who just naturally wake up at the butt crack of dawn like whose brain 
brain says like, oh, it's 6 a.m. Let's get the fuck up. Like what? Like that is so early. Like and when people say like, oh, yeah, I just naturally wake up at that time. I always like I almost never believe them because I'm like no one wakes up that early out of sheer enjoyment. But throughout high school, I was part of jazz, as you guys know. So I had to be at the school for like 6.45. I sh- we had to be there for 7, um, but we had to be ready for 7. So we had to get there around 6.45 a.m. to warm up our instruments, be in our seats so that 7 a.m., jazz practice started. And that was on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday of every single year of my high school experience. Um, So yeah, I was always used to waking up super early. And then when I got to university, I had to be at rugby practice every day for 6.45 a.m. for all five years of uni, pretty much like literally the whole shit. Like I had to be at the field ready to rock or in the dome for um, like 6.45, 7 a.m. throughout all of uni. So I've always been forced to wake up early. And I did it because I had to, not because I wanted to. And it was certainly a struggle. And then in the summer of 2018, I read the book, The 5 a.m. Club by Raman, by Raman, <laughs> Robin Sharma. And it's all about how to own your morning and elevate your life. So I read that in the summer of 2018. I read it actually on Audible. Um, I got like one of those, you know, when like influencers have like the try Audible for free, blah, 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 blah. Um, so that's what I did. And then I forgot to cancel it. And then it kept charging me. And then I had to cancel. But then it had already charged me like so many credits. But then if you cancel, you can't use the credits. It was so stupid. Um, big, big, big mess up on my part. But anyways, I read the 5am club. I absolutely loved it. It's so, so, so good. And ever since then, I have been dedicated to trying to wake up early and trying to get on the grind so that I can elevate my life. I had actually heard um, the author of the 5am club, Robin uh, Sharma, I had heard him speak on a couple of different podcasts about about the 5am club, about why he wrote the book and how all of the most successful people in the world wake up at 5am. And a lot of people still agree with this mentality. A lot of people think that it's an illusion. Um, but I truly believe this. I've witnessed it. I've seen it. And all the most successful people in the entire world wake up, maybe not at 5am, but they wake up early and they get after it early. And in these podcasts that I had listened to um, with Robin on them, he was talking about like why waking up earlier is directly correlated with your happiness, success and prosperity. So I knew that I needed to read the book. And when I saw someone promote Audible, I saw it was on Audible and I was like, yep, we're doing it. We're listening to this book. I need to read it. I need to absorb this information. Let's see what's going on. And that book really got the gears turning for me. And I knew that once... Um, I knew that one of the changes that I needed to make in my life was I needed to get up earlier and not just for rugby, not just waking up early for obligation, um, but waking up early for myself. And I knew that it was something that had to happen. I was always tired. I was always on the go. I was always in a rush and I would literally like wake up, get dressed, pack my bag, leave. And I knew it needed to change. And here I am nearly well, actually over two years later and the mornings now are the absolute most sacred time of my entire day. I love my mornings so much. I wake up 
each morning and set the tone for my day, set my intentions. I decide the pace of my day. I decide how I want to feel, what I want to experience. I decide it all. And I finally provided myself the time that I needed to take up space in my day and make time for me and make time to work towards all of the many things that I want to accomplish, want to achieve that I may not always have the time for because I'm working. As we look ahead into 2021, my single most best piece of advice would be to wake up earlier. Rise with the sun, rise before the sun, wake up earlier and watch how quickly your life will change. So for today's agenda, we are going to cover the importance of waking up early and why you should start waking up early tomorrow, <laughs> the 2020-20 rule. And then I am going to tell you guys about my amazing, peaceful, productive, and intentional morning routine. Let's get into it. So why should you start waking up early? It is believed that the most valuable hours of the day for productivity and well-being are between the hours of 5 and 8 a.m. because that is when there are the least amount of distractions from the outside world. Your phone probably isn't going off yet, emails aren't coming through, and there really isn't anything else you should or could be doing between the hours of 5 and 8 a.m. other than focusing on yourself. Now, obviously, if you work a job that requires you to start work really early in the morning, then there is something that you should and could be doing. Um, but in general, generally speaking, between the hours of 5 a.m. and 8 a.m., you're not really going to be meal prepping. You're not really going to be, you know, meeting up with people or going to appointments or anything like that. Um, it is just time to exist and time to be. We've talked about the circadian rhythm before, but a little reminder that our, our circadian rhythm naturally flows and rises or and naturally flows with the rise and fall of the sun. So in the mornings as the sun comes up, melatonin secretion is inhibited, cortisol is at its highest, and that brings us to a wake state. In the evening, um, cortisol is at its lowest, melatonin is at its highest, and that brings us into the sleep state, the sleep state. So in the morning when cortisol is highest, it is actually our friend because it keeps us alert and makes us super productive and very much in a go-getter mentality. So with the increase in cortisol, decrease in distractions, and increase in alertness, the mornings are the absolute perfect time for productivity and getting things done. My beautiful friend Ingrid wrote a lovely piece um, and she said in her piece of writing, there is something empowering about bettering yourself while the rest of the world sleeps. And that really resonated with me. I observed this over and over and over again with so many powerful, successful, and influential people, and they all have one thing in common. They all wake up early and get to work while the rest of the world sleeps. They wake up and take actionable steps toward their dreams while the rest of the world is still in bed dreaming. For me, and also like the most like the general population, I work about nine hours a day. And by the time I get home from work, it's usually 6.30 or 7.30. I make dinner, clean up dinner, do a bit of laundry, pack my lunch for the next day. And before I know it, it's 10 p.m. and it's time to wind down. Then I wake up, get ready for work, leave for work, do it all over again, come home. And I just get into this rhythm of just wake up, get ready for work, go to work, come home from work, eat, 
go to sleep and it's just not a good rhythm. It doesn't allow me any time to do the things that I need to do to manifest my dream life and to just have time and space to be and to exist and to just be present. So waking up early gives me about four extra hours every single day to work on myself, my goals, my aspirations, my oil business, the podcast, my career, and it is liberating. My days are so much longer. They are so much more fulfilling and I actually have time to focus on the things that I want to focus on. I'm so sorry if you could hear that. Um, I just paused for a quick second because I was like, what the fuck? I think someone is playing trumpet on their balcony right now, um, which is fine. Like I have a trombone and I play it, um, but I was just not expecting that. So I'm sorry if you hear any trump, uh, any trumpet or trombone in the background, um, but I'm just going to keep on trucking on. So when uh, Robin Sharma said... Um, own your morning, elevate your life. He truly meant it because the type of morning that you have really does set the tone for your day. I never wake up anymore and rush, 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 get dressed, brush teeth, get my shit together and run out the door because honestly, I'd lose my mind if I did. I just can't deal with that. I feel so much more clarity because I make time for myself in the morning. I feel solitude. I feel peace. And I know that I'm acting in the most primal way possible in alignment with the rise and the fall of the sun. So I'm really just optimizing my circadian rhythm. I'm really optimizing um, those times in the morning with stress-free, no distraction and total solitude and time for myself. But what is the 20-20-20 method and how can you use the 20-20 method in your morning routine? So in the 5 a.m. club, Robin talks about the 20-20-20, which basically means first 20 minutes of your morning should be dedicated to exercise, next 20 are for mastery and goal setting, and the final 20 are for learning like reading or something like that. So for the first 20 minutes of your morning, um, Robin suggests that you should be participating in vigorous physical activity. And this helps the brain um, secrete different neurotransmitters like BNDF, which um, BNDF is actually responsible for creating neural pathways and and neuronal connections. And also when you do vigorous physical activity, there is an endorphin rush, which, which makes you feel happy and motivated and confident. Then following that intense bout of physical activity, um, Robin suggests that you move into the goal setting, reflecting, and personal development phase. So this can look like journaling, planning, planning, oh my God, planning in your agenda, checking in on your goals. Um, This can be maybe prepping out your plan for the day, writing down what you need to do that day, goals you want to accomplish. Something that I usually do in this phase is I ask myself the question, what is one thing that I can do today that will bring me closer to my goal tomorrow? And this really helps get the bowl, the bowl, I can't talk today. Sometimes when I drink a bunch of coffee, I literally can't talk. Anyways, um, when I ask myself the question, what is one thing I can do today that will bring me closer to my goal tomorrow? It really gets the ball rolling on my day. And I know that little tiny things each and every day, little steps, um, every single day will bring me closer to where I want to be and where I want to go tomorrow. And I find that super empowering. Then after your mastery, uh, 20 minutes mastery block, you move into your 20 minutes of learning block. And this is where Robin suggests that you learn anything, read anything. Um, It can be 
Robin suggests that you read like actual learning materials, whether that be learning about, you know, different autobiographies or learning about, I don't know, different things, if you will, academia, if you will. Um, But for me, I have really taken this into reading anything because I find that any reading is going to be learning in some capacity. So things that I like to read are one of my favorite books, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. I am also really enjoying uh, the book called Wheat Wheat Belly. Um, I have been reading The Birth Partner for a wee while. Um, And yeah, you would be surprised how much of a book that you can read and how much of a book you can get done in just 20 minutes. So Robin goes into the exact formula as to why um, the exercise mastery and learning in that rhythm is really, really important. Um, but I, I tried it. I've done the 2020-20 and I loved it, but I knew that I needed to adjust it a wee tiny bit to fit my personal needs. Sorry, guys. I think there's like a protest or something going on on the Gardner Expressway right now. So like when I look out of my balcony on the left side, I see the beautiful lake and the airport. And on the right side, way down in the corner, I see the Gardner. And I think there's like a protest or something going on because all these trucks were just going by honking their horns like crazy. Um, So I'm sorry if you could hear that. And I am also sorry if that continues, but the show must go on. So I've tried the 2020. I did like it, but I knew that I needed to adjust it to fit my personal needs. So knowing all of this in the summer of 2018, I knew I needed to make a change. If I wanted to have time to work towards my goals and build my dream life, I knew I needed to wake up earlier. I was always tired, always fatigued. And the truth is I was sleeping too much and I wasn't in alignment with the rise and fall of the sun, which was really throwing off my cortisol and melatonin secretion. So I made a change. It wasn't easy. It isn't always easy to wake up early. And Danny always asks me to stay in bed for just 10 more minutes to cuddle and such. But he knows and I know that I need to get up. I need to have my time and I need to take up my space before I head out into the world. Waking up early has drastically changed my life and I have found such a good routine that genuinely makes me excited and happy to wake up. I have time to work out, read, plan, meditate, everything. And I'm just obsessed with my mornings now and I can't wait to tell you about them. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the episode. I just wanted to interrupt you briefly to talk about Young Living Essential Oils. Young Living Essential Oils are the international leader in therapeutic grade essential oils. With their seed to seal guarantee, you can ensure that you are getting essential oils of the highest purity and highest potency. Some of my favorite, favorite blends are Valor, Peace and Calming, and Christmas Spirit. They have hundreds of different essential oils, natural health products, accessories, and more on their website. I absolutely love their natural home cleaning products. If you are ready to switch out things, 
things in your daily life for a natural chemical free alternative than Young Living Essential Oils is the company for you. Additionally, should you decide to do the business side of things, their compensation plan is phenomenal. They have provided me so much financial freedom, emotional freedom, and chemical freedom in my life. If you're ready to get started with your Young Living journey, whether it be just purchasing some oils or getting going with your business, send me a DM and I'm happy to help you out. Okay, so I let's talk about my morning routine because I absolutely love it. I definitely don't wake up at five in the morning. I want to. It's definitely something that I am working towards. Um, but right now I wake up between six and 6.30 in the morning. And I usually have to go to work by 10 or 11. So today I start work at 11. Um, it just sort of changes day by day. Um, but I always either work at 10 or 11. So when I wake up at 6 a.m., I have like four hours before I have to go to work. It is amazing. Um, So 6 or 6.30 in the morning is when I wake up and I immediately go to the washroom and brush my teeth and do my skincare routine. Now, most of the time, Danny is still sleeping. He doesn't wake up as early as me and he doesn't have to leave the house. Um, So by the odd chance, like this morning, for example, Danny had to leave the house really early this morning. So I'll make the bed right away. If no one's in the bed, I make it right away as soon as I get up. And Danny and I have a rule that whoever is the last person in the bed is responsible for making the bed. So Danny makes the bed once he gets up or by some chance that he's up before me, I make the bed. So I go to the washroom, I brush my teeth and I do my skincare routine and then I immediately get dressed in workout clothes. I do this specifically because if I'm dressed in workout clothes, I'm already ready and I know that working out is going to be part of my morning. Then I go and I turn on the kettle and while the kettle boils, I unload the dishwasher, um, just get it done, put everything away and then I take all my vitamins. So right now I take a B612 um, vitamin B complex. I am vegetarian so it's really important for me to supplement with vitamin B. Then I take a probiotic to help with digestion, um, nutrient absorption and repairing my gut microbiota. I take a vitamin D3 because because I live in Canada, I spend like nine hours a day inside at work. So I'm definitely deficient in vitamin D, which is super important for bone health. So I take vitamin D and then I take a multivitamin, just a women's one, one a day. I think it's called multivitamin. And yeah, so take my vitamins while the kettle is boiling, put all the dishes away. And then when the kettle's done, I make my coffee. Then um, while my coffee is sort of in the French press, like getting stronger and stronger, I go and I plug in my Christmas tree because I love the like Christmas lights dark when it's nice and dark in the morning. I just think it's so lovely. And then I turn on my diffuser. Now, most mornings in the diffuser, I'll diffuse a citrus scent, whether it be like tangerine, orange, or orange, lemon, citrus fresh, um, because I just love how like uplifting, motivating and fresh the citrus scents are. Um, But it really just depends on what I'm needing that day or what I'm feeling and I will switch it up. But my go-to is a citrus or if I'm called to something else, I'll do something else. If I need a boost of confidence, I always diffuse lavender. Why did I say lavender? If I need a boost of confidence, I will diffuse valor. If I need to ward off some negativity, I will diffuse white angelica. If I need to ground myself or if I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed and I just need to come back to the present moment, I will diffuse a tree scent like balsam for Idaho or northern lights black spruce and just sort of see how I'm feeling. 
And then once the diffuser's on, I will pour my coffee and take my coffee and go sit on the couch and read. I'll read for about 20 minutes and I'll literally read anything. Um, it's not always nonfiction or personal development. I'll read anything because I think reading is a great way to increase my neural capacity, increase my vocabulary, and just open my mind to all the things. Right now, I'm currently reading Let My People Go Surfing by Yvonne Chouinard, who is the founder of Patagonia. And I have read bits and pieces of this book before, long before I was working at Patagonia. But now that I work there, it just means so much more to me. And I love understanding the philosophy and how Patagonia came to be and all of the amazing things that Yvonne did. It is a really, really, really good book and I definitely recommend it to anyone. I'm not done it yet. I'm about halfway through, um, but that's what I'm reading right now. So I'll read for about 20 minutes and then after I am done reading, I will just sort of check in. If I'm feeling super alert, then I'll do a 10 to 15 minute guided um, meditation, whether it be a manifestation meditation or tuning into the present moment uh, meditation or a body confidence meditation. I'll do 10 to 15 minutes, but if I'm not feeling super alert, if I'm feeling tired, I'll actually skip my meditation that, that morning because oftentimes I found that if I do a guided meditation early in the morning when I'm a little tired, not super, super alert, I will just fall back asleep. Um, so I need to make sure that I'm relatively alert. I just search on YouTube uh guided meditation or guided manifestation meditation, guided law of attraction meditation, guided goal setting meditation. And I just love it to just sit there for 10 or 15 minutes and just manifest really. Then after I am done that section, I'll move into my exercise portion of the morning. So my exercise in the morning changes um, just depending on how I'm feeling, what I want to do. My favorite thing to do, obviously, is go running. I absolutely love running. And I live right at the lake, right at the Harborfront Trail. So that is my go-to for most mornings to just go run down by the lake, take a minute by the lake and pause and just be and be still and be present while the sun comes up. I love doing that. Or some mornings, if I'm not feeling like going for a run outside, maybe it's raining, um, then I'll just work out in my living room. And one of my favorite workouts to do in my living room are the Heather Robinson videos on YouTube. Write this down, put this in the note of your phone, Heather Robinson hit with weights. She does a ton of hit videos with weights and they're the perfect combination of speed and power at the same time. And I love it. If I'm feeling like I need something a little bit more intense, I'll do hit without weights. Um, but hit with weights is currently my favorite. Or sometimes in my exercise portion of the morning, if it's a recovery day, if I ran the day before, I'm a little sore, um, then I'll do recovery. So I'll do like a yin yoga or a fun vinyasa flow, or I'll get out my massage gun and do some mobility and like legitimate foam rolling recovery massage gun, all of those sorts of things. Then after I finish my um, workout recovery or run, I do a little ab specific workout, but it's not necessarily your typical ab workout. It's more like rehab. Um, so I discovered that I have like abdominal coning and many of you probably do as well, where when I'm exercising, my abs sort of turn into a cone, like a little dome shaped thing. And when your abs do that, it actually means that they are not firing, which is a predisposition for diastasis recti. 
during pregnancy. So addressing the abdominal coning now and lack of transversus abdominis firing um, is far better than trying to fix diastasis recti down the road. And also um, addressing the abdominal coning and learning how to use uh, my deep abdominal muscles will also help me be more powerful and more strong in all of my other movements. So that's what I do. And then as soon as I'm done, my little exercise component, I go, I work, I work out. I just said that. I go and I have a shower and I get dressed and ready for work. It takes me about 20 minutes um, to have a shower, get dressed, and then I just put on um, eyebrows and mascara. That's it. And I'm dressed in my work clothes, which is super casual. I work at an outdoor clothing store, so I'm not wearing anything crazy. And then I just put either mine or Danny's house coat on over top and I prefer Danny's house coat because it's like bigger and cozier than mine um so if he's not home I definitely use his house coat I'm wearing his house coat right now over top of the cutest tracksuit ever guys I got a tracksuit from Old Navy it was on sale for Black Friday and I am obsessed with it. It's so cute. It's like camo. And I find old navy sizes are usually huge. Um, so I was I was unsure if I should order an extra small or a small. So I got a small and I was like, if it's oversized, it's it's cool. It fits me amazingly. Love it. Don't sleep on um, old navy matching tracksuits. It's so comfy. It's so cute. Love it. Anyways, I get dressed for work, put on a house coat, and then I get to work. So I've taken the time for my mind. Um, that That is my approach to my mornings, mind, body, soul. So for my mind, I do my reading. For my body, I do my exercise or recovery. And for my soul, I do my meditation. And then also my soul work is my planning and my actual work section. So I'm dressed, I have a house coat on, I fill up my second cup of coffee, and then I sit down at the island, open up my laptop or iPad, and I get to work. So the type of things that I work on work on in the morning really changes. A lot of it is um, forecasting social media posts, planning different podcasts, writing up the script for different podcasts. I do pages and pages and pages of notes for every single podcast to keep me on track so I'm not just like aimlessly rambling. I don't write things out word for word, um, but I do like to have a really good framework of notes. So I'm, you know, I have a direction with the podcast, if you will. So a lot of the mornings I spend um, working on um, podcasts and planning the Instagram posts that promote each podcast. Then I also work on just planning my life, planning the week, planning the month, planning the day. Um, I like to pull out my agenda and sort of write down which things I need to do and when I need to do them by. I also uh, will connect with uh, future guests who are coming on the podcast. I will connect with people who I am working on sponsorships with the podcast. So uh, the podcast is a lot of the work that I do. Another thing that I like to work on in the morning is my young living business. I absolutely love um, how much my business has grown with young living. I love the money that I have made. It has provided me so much financial freedom and I absolutely love Young Living, I love the products and I love helping people get started with Young Living. So I'll spend a lot of time working on my Young Living business in the morning, connecting with new people, thinking of innovative ways to promote the business, um, connecting with 
some of the other girls who were in the Young Living business and chit-chatting with them, catching up with them, inspiring each other, motivating each other. I just love it. It's so near and dear to my heart. And then um, the other thing that I'll work on in the mornings is my professional life. So I'll apply for registered kinesiologist jobs. I will look at different things that I can, different certifications that I can get to add to my ARKIN to make me a more competitive candidate. I will read different literature and research papers on some of the things that I'm most passionate about, like women's health, pregnancy, perinatal care, um, all of those sorts of things so that I'm super up to date. And, you know, if I do go for an interview, I have a lot of fresh knowledge in my mind. So those are three things that I tend to really work on in the mornings is the podcast, um, my Young Living Essential Oil business, or my professional um, registered kinesiologist uh, career. So those are things I work on. I love to plan, write in my agenda, and get all of those things done. Then finally, the time will come that it will be um, usually like on the hour. So if I work at 10, I'll start like really getting ready for work at nine, or if I work at 11, I'll start really getting ready for work at 10. So on the hour, that is when I wrap things up on my laptop. Um, I put my emails on do not disturb for the day and I get ready for work. So I'm already ready um, dressed wise. So I put things in my backpack. I always bring a book to work because I like to read on my lunch. I don't like to scroll on my phone during my lunch at work just because I really feel like I need the time to just be still and to not be absorbing content and not be advertised to and all of those sorts of things. So I bring my book. I pack my lunch. Um, recently for lunch, I've been packing some nuts, some seaweed chips. I love like seaweed chips. They're so good. Um, salty. It's like eating chips without all of the bad things that come in a bag of chips. Some days I eat normal chips though, um, but I like seaweed chips a lot. And then my main lunch. So I'll typically make like a crock pot chili for the week or I'll make like a salad, like a egg salad, avocado egg salad for the week. Um, this week I made myself broccoli Parmesan soup, which is so freaking good. I will post the recipe in the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group because I have finally mastered it. It's so easy. I don't like cooking shit that's like, tons of different ingredients and you have to buy a bunch of different shit and I'm just not about that life. I like meal prepping things that are easy. So I'll just make a huge pot of broccoli soup and then put it in a bunch of mason jars and then I'll bring the mason jar to work, dump it in a bowl, heat up the bowl in the microwave. Mm, phenomenal. So, so, so good. So yeah, I'll pack up uh, my lunch. Then I'll usually post um, an Instagram story in the morning, um, whether it be like a motivational quote, something from my morning, something fun, something about oils, something about podcasts, something about kinesiology. And then I just get on my way, put my mask on, put my headphones on, download a podcast to listen to on my walk to work and we're out the door. Takes me about 15 minutes to walk to work, so I'm super fortunate that I live really, really close by. Um, but yeah, that is my my morning routine. I get the mind going with the reading, the body um, with the exercise, the soul with the meditation, and then also the soul with my my planning of my future and uh, my goals and what I'm manifesting and the things that I'm working towards. And I love my mornings. They're so special to me. They're not super strict, not super rigorous. If some mornings I don't feel like reading, then I won't read. If some mornings I don't feel, whoops, I don't feel like exercise, 
exercising, then I won't exercise. If some mornings I just don't have the capacity to do any sort of work, um, then I won't do work in the morning. Maybe I'll read for like an hour instead of 20 minutes. Maybe I'll exercise for like an hour instead of half an hour to 45 minutes. Um, but just having the time and the space to be and to focus on me and to focus on the things that I want to focus on and improve myself is so incredibly important to me. And yeah, I just love my mornings so much. So as we look at 2021, I cannot encourage you guys enough. This one small change of waking up early will drastically change your life. Please trust me on this. If there's one thing, if you're not a New Year's resolutioner, if you're not a goal setter, if there's one thing that you can do to really change your entire life, your entire experience in 2021, it will be to wake up earlier. Trust me with this, you guys. It is a game changer. It is amazing. I feel put together. I feel professional. I feel important. I feel like I can take up space. I feel happier. I feel less rushed. Just everything about the mornings, it is such a magical time. And obviously part of being a morning person means going to bed early. So I go to bed at like 9.30 or 10 and that allows me to wake up at 6 or 6.30 in the morning and I wouldn't change it for the world. I love it. It's it's the best thing ever. So prioritize yourself, prioritize your future, prioritize your goals and make it your mission to start waking up earlier in 2021 because while you're sleeping, life is passing you by. While you're sleeping, your goals are not being achieved. And while you're sleeping, other people are awake and getting after it. So I encourage all of you to get after it too. Try waking up early. Read the 5 a.m. club. And it doesn't need to be like, okay, tomorrow I'm waking up at 5 a.m. It can be like, okay, I usually wake up at 8.30 or 9 a.m. So tomorrow I'm going to wake up at 8 a.m. And do that for a week. And then a week later, wake up at 7.30. And then a week later, wake up at 7. And then 6.30. And then 6. And it takes 21 days to make a habit. So make it a habit and then keep it going for about three months. And then it will just become autonomic. So 21 days, it's a habit. Keep pushing, keep persevering. And after three months, it will be an autonomic process that you will just wake up early in the morning to get after it. Elevate your morning and elevate your life. Own your morning, elevate your life. Trust me, you will love it. Thank you guys so much for listening to today. I love you all so, so much. And I will see you tomorrow for day three of the 12 days of Podmas. Have a wonderful day. It is a beautiful life.